1: Welcome to Practically Happy, the podcast that helps you apply the science of well-being to your everyday life. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson, a master of applied positive psychology here to help you access some strategies for lasting happiness and fulfillment. Each week we'll dive deep into the latest research and insights from the world of positive psychology. But this isn't just another academic lecture. Practically Happy is about getting practical. I will share how you might apply these findings to your everyday life so you can experience real and tangible improvements in your happiness. As a wife and mom of three, I understand the challenges of juggling a busy family life while striving for personal well-being. That's why I'll also be sharing my own stories and experiences along the way. Because let's face it, life can get messy. Through it all, we can find and create intentional moments of joy. So whether you're looking for ways to boost your mood, improve your relationships, or simply add more enjoyment to your daily routines, Practically Happy is your guide to a practical, happy life. Hello, welcome back to Practically Happy. This is episode number 271, and this is my birthday week. So I'm giving myself a little bit of a birthday break and re-airing an old favorite episode. When this episode aired in season one, it was one of the most listened to episodes and also most referenced. I had people ask me questions about it. I shared a graphic on Instagram that was saved and shared hundreds of times. And this principle is something that I've meant to come back to and just haven't yet. So this is a great week to revisit the idea of motion versus action, putting our plans into action rather than just dancing around the idea that we have in our head. I've noticed that motion versus action has come up in a lot of my coaching calls recently with clients recognizing that they're getting stuck in a loop, either a thought loop of making decisions and feeling like they need to evaluate all the different options or wanting to make the right decision, the just right decision, so they get stuck in the research phase of like accumulating ideas and information and analyzing all of the different things to make sure that they can pinpoint exactly the right thing. And the truth is that there isn't one right answer There isn't one right tile for your kitchen. There isn't one perfect vacation to choose to take your family on. There are so many different options and our ideas of how we want to do things in our lives are all variable. There's so many different ways to get at the same thing. You can walk around and around and around a hill, but you won't ever get to the top until you take those hard steps up towards the peak. As I looked back on this episode in anticipation of sharing it again, something that struck me was the specific examples that I use. I think that it's important to have practical ways to think about this. And so I'm glad that I use some really practical examples. Also, this was recorded in 2019. So there's definitely references to things that are not relevant in my personal life anymore, but that still illustrate the point beautifully of how to get beyond going around in circles and instead dive into the the real heart of the intention that you have. Also, I want to preface the this Encore episode by saying that I don't think we need to be in action all the time in our lives. There's plenty of time for wandering and meandering and exploring and relaxing and reading and indulging in stillness and feeling really at home in quiet presence. So the purpose of understanding the difference between motion and action isn't that we can capitalize on our outward productivity. It's more that when we do have a true desire, an aligned hope or idea that feels like it's calling to us, like a thing that we want to do or... um you know, something we want to make happen, that we can be clear on the difference between thinking about making it happen and planning for making it happen and actually moving the needle toward making it happen. I think the difference between someone who can understand what it looks like to think about and plan for something and someone who can switch over across that bridge from thinking into doing. Taking those real practical, pragmatic steps that move us toward the accomplishment of a goal, not just the idea of a goal, that feels really fulfilling. Being actually engaged in the process of making our dreams come true and turning ideas into reality, that feels so good. Like that's a really wonderful process that we can engage in as long as we understand the difference and know what steps will move us toward our goal. Before I turn you over to the Encore episode, how about a quick pause for a poem? An eye is meant to see things. The soul is here for its own joy. A head has one use, for loving a true love. Legs to run after. Love is for vanishing into the sky. The mind for learning what men have done and tried to do. Mysteries are not to be solved. The eye goes blind when it only wants to see why. A lover is always accused of something, but when he finds his love, whatever was lost in the looking comes back completely changed. On the way to Mecca, many dangers, thieves, the blowing sand, only camel's milk to drink. Still, each pilgrim kisses the black stone there with pure longing, feeling in the surface the taste of the lips he wants. This talk is like stamping new coins. They pile up while the real work is done outside by someone digging in the ground. Someone Digging in the Ground by Rumi.
0: So, now let's talk about this idea of motion versus action. This blew my mind when I was reading Atomic Habits by James Clear over the last couple months. I read it and then I read it again and then I've reread pieces of it. And then I have looked up other articles that James Clear has written. He's been writing online for years. And so there's just like a black hole of good information online. So you can look this up. And I actually read the book. And then I also have a couple articles that I have read that he also wrote on this same topic. And so most of these ideas, and especially the language surrounding it, definitely comes directly from James Clear and Atomic Habits. The idea of motion versus action. Now, at face value, these things look the same. And even as I started reading in the chapter about motion and action, I thought, okay, well, motion is like movement forward and action is movement and, you know, you're doing the things you want to do. And then he clarifies. And this is, it's like the nuance and the definition that make this so interesting. Motion is being engaged in an activity that will never get you to the desired result. It will help prepare you or possibly make you feel like you're achieving something. You're in motion, but you are not headed toward the desired result. Motion by itself will never get you to your goal. Action, on the other hand, are the types of activities that lead you toward the goal. You cannot reach the goal without taking these steps. That is action. So it's a little bit nuanced, but let me share a couple examples. As I was getting ready for this podcast, there were a few things that I did. I reread a section of his book. I looked up some articles online. I sat down and took some notes in my planner, and I set up my equipment And those things were all motion. Action is when I hit record and I started actually speaking. My goal is to have a recorded podcast ready to go live on Thursday morning at 6 a.m. I could research and plan and take notes all day long for 100 days and not be any closer to that goal. I would feel very prepared. I would feel like I had done a whole lot toward my goal. But not until I sit down and turn on the microphone and start recording am I actually taking action in the direction of the goal itself. I hope that that is helpful. I'm going to give you a couple more examples. I think that generally we are guilty of a lot of motion in our lives. And maybe not as much action as we would like. And for me, distinguishing the difference has been crucial in my ability to make better decisions about how I spend my time. Because I can get caught in motion. I can get caught in spinning my wheels, thinking and planning and preparing and hoping and dreaming and talking about the thing, but not ever actually doing the thing But all of that motion makes you feel like you're accomplishing. It makes you feel like you're being productive, but it's false productivity. So here's another example from the book. If you want to eat healthy, some of the motions surrounding that idea are buying a healthy cookbook, going shopping and buying healthy foods, trolling Pinterest for a bunch of healthy recipes, Writing a weekly meal plan that includes lots of vegetables. Those things make you feel like you are in motion. You are circling around this goal. But when you actually put healthy food into your mouth at your mealtimes, that is when you have taken action. Raise your hand if you have ever gone grocery shopping with your healthy list Of all the healthy meals that you're going to make for the week, and you buy all of those carrots and broccoli and spinach and the whole wheat bread and the chicken breast and the eggplant, you get all of the things that you need, and then you're so hungry that you stop by Chick-fil-A on the way home and get a spicy chicken deluxe and a large diet Dr. Pepper and some extra Polynesian sauce for dipping. Anyone? I think that we all do this. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with making a meal plan and eating out because I think that we do that almost every single week that I buy groceries because by the time you finish at the grocery store, you're starving. But that's a lot of motion surrounding the idea of the thing you want to do. The action is actually eating healthy meals. And it's the same thing for healthy lifestyle regarding your exercise. You can go into the gym and check it out. You can put on your exercise clothes every single day. You can even lace up your running shoes real tight. You can make an appointment with a personal trainer. You can do a lot of things that feel like exercising but are not actually exercising. You have not exercised until you have started to run or stood On your yoga mat and started to practice or gotten beneath the weights and started to squat. That is the action toward exercising regularly and having an active, healthy lifestyle. Are some of these things resonating with you? Can you see the difference and how powerful it is to recognize the difference? Because motion is still motion. I imagine now I think about these things as motion where I'm sort of taking steps in a circle. I'm walking in a circle and I'm kind of circling around and around my goal. My goal's in the middle and I'm circling around it. I'm thinking about it. I'm planning for it. I'm preparing for it. I'm making sure that I'm all the way ready, that, I'm, that I've i covered all of my bases. When I step toward the center in a straight line, headed at my goal directly, and I take the steps required to actually get there, to the middle, instead of circling around, that is when I am taking action. I love something that James Clear says. He says that the reason that we perform a lot of motion, the reason we like to be in motion, is that it feels like progress without the risk of failure. When you're planning and preparing and brainstorming and writing all your ideas down on a big whiteboard, there's no risk for failure. You haven't actually put yourself out in a place of vulnerability yet. You're very safe thinking about the goal. You're very safe planning for the goal, but there's no discomfort in that. And that's why we like to stay there. It's a form of procrastination. Just Waiting until things are just perfect. And if we do a little bit more research, it's going to be a little better. And if we plan a little more, it's going to be a little better. And we let the perfect be the enemy of the good by staying in motion without taking action. In our house right now, there are lots of little projects to finish. And a lot of them don't require a lot of energy or creativity, (laughs) they just need to be done. And that takes time, and it takes some focus, and a lot of times it takes getting messy. And so rather than doing these things, I like to think about them, and I like to write lists. So I've written like this very long punch list of all of the things we need to do for our house. And my idea is that, well, every week we're going to choose a thing or two and we're going to get it done. Thinking about it is motion. Writing the list is motion. Moving boxes around a little bit to kind of get ready to have space, to paint the door, that's all motion. I know that the only way that door between my closets and my bedroom is going to get painted is if I sit down with a paintbrush and a can of paint and I paint it. Thinking about it, planning it, writing the list, putting it in my schedule, those things are great, but they mean absolutely nothing in my progress toward that goal if I never take action. And so the planning can be wonderful. And I think for a lot of things that you might want to do, it is good to have a plan. It is good to feel like you're not, you know, blindly (laughs) throwing darts at the wall. It's nice to have a little bit of an idea of what's coming. But you can't do that forever. At some point, if you want to get to a goal, even if that goal is painting a door, you have to start taking action toward it. You have to take the steps that lead to it rather than taking the steps that circle around it. So, I want to ask you right now to think of some of the goals that you have right now in your life. What are some of the things that you'd like to do? It could be something like start a business, write an article change careers, maybe it's have a healthier lifestyle, maybe it's read more books on your list, maybe it's decorate a room. Whatever it is, big or small, I want you to think right now of some of the motion steps. I want to just get clear about this, and I think like doing a personal example in your head will be helpful. So think about what are some of the motion steps surrounding your goal. What are some of the ways you've been thinking about it? If it's a goal that you were able to easily think of, it's probably something that you have in your head and maybe you've been circling around it for a while. Maybe you've been doing some of those motion things that are planning and preparation and that are procrastination of the actual thing that you need to do in order to move forward toward the goal phone calls and writing lists and research and more research and talking to other people about it and all of those things. Now, this part is really important. I need you to think about what are the actual action steps. And if you're in a place that you can write some down right now, I want you to do that. The writing down of your action steps is still motion but at least it allows you to get clear about what motion in this particular goal is going to look like. It's all a little bit abstract, the idea of motion and action, and so I want you to be able to think for yourself, what is action regarding that goal? What is a thing that is a step towards the actual achievement and not just circling around it?
1: And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best. It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line. It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder.
0: I'm going to give you a couple of different examples from my own life just so that might be helpful. I like to sew a lot, and I have a goal of sewing a matching outfit with my daughter around once a month. It has been a little tricky with traveling this summer, and I'm not beating myself up for not making it happen during the month that I was traveling all over the country. However, I'm excited to get back to it, and my next plan is to make matching bathing suits. I have sewn swimsuits before. This isn't crazy I'm excited about it more than anything. And so what I've done so far is all motion. I've looked up different fabrics that I like. I've looked at different patterns that I might like. I've started thinking about the lines and the design and all of the things that I've done have been motion. They've been preparation and planning. The first action step for this goal is going to be to actually order the fabric which I haven't done yet. I have to decide and order the fabric and pay money for the fabric. The fabric is going to show up at my house and the next action step is going to be to cut out the pattern. When I sit down in my sewing room with the pattern and the fabric and I cut out the pattern, that is action. That is something that leads me to the finished product. And the next action step after that is to Pin the pieces together and start following the instructions to actually construct the bathing suits. And then my next action step after that is to try them on and make sure they fit. And then for one of the finishing steps of my goal that I love to share these on my blog and on Instagram is to take pictures, to put on the bathing suits and go to the lake or the pool or wherever we decide to do them with Dave who is our stand-in Instagram husband photographer, and take some pictures in our bathing suit so I can share them. And then that goal will have been achieved. And then we can wear them and enjoy them for the rest of the summer and for years to come. All of the thinking and planning and the nights that I've spent up researching swimsuit patterns and looking at different designs of fabric, those things are helpful toward the overall goal, but really they don't make that big of an impact. The impact happens when I order, and I cut, and I sew. That is the way that you make a swimsuit. Here's another example, and I shared a lot about this. If you're interested in the whole story of my writing a book, you can look a couple episodes back, and I shared every bit of it in two separate episodes, one about the process of writing the book and the second about the process of publishing the book. But briefly here, I need to tell you that I spent most of 2018 in motion and I felt like I was writing the book because I had started it I sat down and wrote some words I wrote some pages and I thought okay I'm doing it I'm writing the book and I spent 10 months not writing anything but thinking that I was writing it because I was thinking about it I was doing some research about writing I read a couple books about writing a book and I was circling around it. And then when I decided to really do it, the decision just went I'm going to stop thinking and I'm going to start writing. And at some point, if you want to write a book or an article, at some point you have to stop thinking and you have to start writing. Because the only way that you write a book is by sitting down and writing words. That is the only way that it happens. You can't magically take it out of your head and just like poof it into existence. You actually have to sit and write every single word that is going to be in it. And that feels hard and it feels a little daunting and it feels a little scary. And so it's much easier from a place of comfort to think about how fun it would be to write a book and to think about what the best method is for writing a book and to read articles about the best Way to set up your space to be a successful author and to read blog posts about speed writing or writing activities or creative writing. All of the things that you can do to circle around the goal of writing a book or writing an article when really the only action that you need to take (laughs) to get started that leads you toward the actual goal in a line straight to the center is to sit down and write. Just sit down and write. The beauty of taking action is that it puts us back in the driver's seat of our goals. We recognize that our actions make a difference, that our actions actually propel us toward where we want to be. In big and small goals, taking those steps toward the center toward achievement of that goal is all within our power. So I guess another question is, what is it that you actually want to do? Sometimes we get in motion because we don't know exactly what we want to do. And so we just get in motion about all the things. And we kind of think about lots of different things and we brainstorm lots of different things and we plan lots of different things. And I will tell you, in my experience, the fastest way to decide what you want to do or to know what you want to do is to do something. Take some action and get to the center of one circle. And along the way, you'll discover whether or not that's something that you like a lot. And then take action on something else. The more you actually do, not think about, not brainstorm, not search on Pinterest, but the more you actually do The more you know. As we're wrapping up here today, it's a little shorter episode, and I hope that you are just absorbing some of this information and able to then turn around and apply it to real situations in your real life today. James Clear, in one of his articles, shares some tips for taking action you've done some motion, you've thought about it, you've brainstormed it, you've planned it, you have a system, you have a checklist, you've got it all figured out. The only thing left to do is do it. He says it's important to pick a date so you have a deadline. Pick a date and make it public. Whether you tell a friend, you text it, like group text to your family, whoever your accountability partner is, whether it's a spouse, a child, your best friend, your church group, your PTA board, whoever it is that you tell these types of things to, choose a date and make it public. And this might be weird, but friends, I use Instagram a lot as an accountability partner. I will say things in my Instagram stories as I'm thinking about, okay, this is what I want to do today. I'll hop on stories and say, you guys, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to share about it. And then I've committed myself. And then I actually do it because I just decided I was going to do it and share about it. So you don't have to be that public, and that's not everyone's personality either, and that's fine, but choose a date, make it public, and then do it. The deadline is so important, and if any of you are procrastinators like I am, I'm for sure a procrastinator, like totally spent my whole life thinking about things until the day before they're due, and then I do it all in one night. I'm also quite quick and efficient, so I can do it all in one night, and then it's done. But sometimes I think if I worked on things a little bit further ahead of time, then maybe it would have a couple iterations and be even better. I know the power of a deadline. So if you need a little push, create a deadline for yourself Not for the goal to be accomplished, but for you to take that first action step. And then another goal for you to take that next action step. And this takes us back into another concept that James Clear talks about. I'm going to link Atomic Habits in the show notes. It's a fantastic book. So you can hop over to livefreecreative.co slash podcast and find the link for Atomic Habits and check it out because it really is so good. Another thing that he talks about is making those action steps small and easy and short and immediate because then we're more likely to do them. If if your first step is write the first chapter of my novel, the next great American novel, that feels a little daunting. But if your first action step is write 100 words or write an opening paragraph or write, 10 possible chapter topic ideas or something like buy a paintbrush and paint or decide on fabric and pick it up from the store or dump everything out of my junk drawer and start sorting. You can think about the junk drawer, you can go to container store and buy lots of pretty little containers and organizational things and baskets and you can have all the wonderful Pinterest boards about organization in the world, but not until you actually get your stuff out of the way, go through it, donate half of it, decide what you want to keep and then organize it and put it back in the drawer, are you actually taking action. As a final, just recap reminder, motion will not by itself lead you to your results. Only action will do that. The sooner you get clear in your head for your own personal goals about what motion looks like and what action looks like, you will be able to more often be brave and take those steps of action that actually make an impact. The motion is just walking
1: in circles. The action moves you forward. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 171. I hope that this reminder and new perspective on how to approach your goals, the things that you have in your head that you'd like to do, and sometimes just can't figure out how to put those pieces together. Hopefully this was helpful. I highly recommend Atomic Habits for motion versus action, as well as all of the other things that James Clear talks about. And hopefully just having a little snippet, a little view into one of these principles has been meaningful and helpful for you today. I want to call out just two things that are happening right now in the world of live free, creative, and practically happy. One is clarity coaching. I have some spots available for coaching right now and you can try it out for free. I have 30 minute exploratory coaching calls available through the link on my website. If you go to livefreecreative.co, click on the coaching page, you can read all about what coaching is entails and also sign up for a free call i'd love to meet you and chat with you and and figure out if i could be of service in helping you feel a little bit better a little more practically happy in your life second my women's trip to turkey this upcoming july 18th through 25th is halfway full with a few more spots available if you could use a well-planned stress-free amazing adventure with other like-minded women excited to explore the world connect to a new culture make some new friends eat delicious food and have once in a lifetime experiences check it out in the show notes and come along it's going to be a good time i'll talk to you next week same time same place in the meantime use the tips from today's episode to be a little bit more practically happy bye bye.